0: tiny bubbles in my beer. Makes me happy? Okay, seriously, someone has to stop drinking while writing these intros. I guess these pilsners are just too drinkable to resist. That's right, we're talking about pilsners. It's a classic style that just looks like what you picture beer as. We're going to tell you all about it in this episode, so come in and have a drink. (laughs) Welcome to have a drink, the show where you learn along about. Welcome to have a drink, the show where you learn along with us about the glorious drink called beer. I'm Brittany Lee Walker.
1: I'm Justin Fraser.
2: I'm Christopher Walker. Wow. Wow, you've only had like two sips.
1: This is actually a very boozy drink, apparently. (laughs) I I kind of wanted just to come in with I'm Ron
2: Burgundy. (laughs) I'm Ron Burgundy. That let's just start when someone (laughs) (laughs) flubs up. That's just what happens, right? Yeah,
1: that's a thing, yeah. So and anyway or maybe I've actually accidentally slipped it into the show notes again. <laughs> so,
2: no, I, I caught it, it that night. time. <laughs> right when I was about to say it. Uh so, how's everybody been? It feels like
1: it's only been seven days since I've seen you last. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Indeed. When we uh we broke out. Yeah. And did, I got really sick. One of, the, <laughs> one of our local escape games. Um uh, we have them here in Lexington. They they opened them up recently in,
2: uh, up in Cincinnati. In the nasty. Yeah, and no. No, I was telling, we were talking to somebody about it, and they got put to shame. They're like, oh, yeah, I've heard that's the easiest one, talking about the kidnapping scenario. And they're like, oh, yeah, they did it with, like, 20 minutes to spare. And mm-hmm. I was just like, no, when we did that one, F them. We had, like, <laughs> two minutes, less than two minutes left when we got out.
1: Yeah, but we could have, like, knocked the whole thing out in, like, 30 minutes if
2: one one puzzle hadn't distracted us for, like... Because we were no seriously day. overthinking it. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, also, it's an anagram the in game. there somewhere. We've got to solve this. And they're like, no, seriously, it's not that hard. Also, like,
1: we did it in the dark. Like, we never turned the lights on, so...
2: Yeah, well, what was it? With that one, we made it... A half hour into it, and she's like, "You can turn the lights on."
1: No, it was forty-five minutes. I think our friend Aaron reached over and flicked on the switch,
2: and we all went, "Holy crap! We can turn the lights on." <laughs> we we were dedicated to that scenario because oh man,
1: it made the mood so much cooler.
2: Because we're in the dark, like oh, the kidnappers are coming back, and of which we're like, you know, what if we just wait till the end? <laughs> like, is it only one kidnapper? I think we can take them. I mean, there's like there's like eight of us in here. It's
0: like option C
2: on on how to get out. A lot of fat, hairy guys, you know, maybe we just intimidate them. I don't know. (laughs) Ah, Yeah, Uh, other than breakout
1: games, anybody had anything cool to drink lately? Uh, We went to Braxton's
0: Oktoberfest party. Oh, yes. The tapping of their October fuel.
1: It was wonderful. Oddly enough, I also drank Braxton (laughs) this week. Because they just expanded their distribution into Lexington. Uh, You can find it on shelves now. Um, uh, and they a did a tap cap. takeover of uh,
2: my new favorite watering hole,
1: uh, Hopcat.
2: Of which we and still I need would... to do a live episode from Hopcat sometime.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I want to go back there fun. so bad. It's it's a great place. Uh, they're opening like several of them throughout the throughout the country. I don't know where we're all at,
2: but they just decided to make Kentucky the mecca of them because there's one in Lexington, and they're putting one in, in Louisville, and the <laughs> one in Louisville is <laughs> going to be two stories.
1: Well, you know. There's that magical pipeline between Michigan and Kentucky. Yeah, <laughs> right.
2: Uh, we do get a lot of distribution from Michigan.
1: Again, I think it, there isn't there like a, an interstate that starts there and ends here or seventy one. Yeah,
0: it? yeah. So
1: that, that's probably why.
0: Doesn't hurt, I'm uh, sure.
1: Yeah. Uh, I also got to bring out the October fuel. Got somebody to try it for the first time. I don't know if this friend of mine had ever even had a Meritson before, so he was just like. This is amazing, <laughs> yeah. Welcome to Meritzen's.
0: <laughs> it actually like theirs is amazing though, like because we okay. So when we got it, we it came in like the big you know the big Stein, the Hofbrauhaus kind of like the German style oh, Stein.
1: love I love Steins. Yeah,
0: and then theirs has like the etched because you can buy them there too. Um, and it was I had to get a picture. It was like it was like this is just it's the perfect fall beer and the perfect fall color. It was like this, mm. this awesome like amber, ruby amber. Uh, oh. We had so they had um they had, uh, October fuel infused, beer brats from Scentsy Beer Brats there, Jeez. Uh, German potato salad, and we got a Wunderbar pretzel, and with this weird like pepper jack kind of beer cheese, and
2: cheese was the show.
0: Yeah, I was oh it was so good, I and then like um. It.
1: All I got to do was freebase some crack fries in the back alley of Hopcat. Mm. <laughs> I mean, the, that's the other, that's the alternative. That's honestly. every Tuesday
2: night for you, right?
1: But uh, and sometimes I like when I realize I've been there once a week and bartenders
2: are recognizing me. I am like, I, I have a problem. No, okay, that we, is exactly
0: us. At, we went, <laughs> oh my gosh, yes, we
2: went to Braxton twice this week. We went on <laughs> Tuesday for a for a uh, business thing.
0: It was so uh, this. <clears throat> It, it's a whole thing. But anyway, it was a work person related to my work who doesn't actually work for us. It's kind of like a vendor situation almost. And they're a,
1: they're, they're a contractor. They
0: Yeah. So she took us out. Um, she's like, "Oh, we, we'll we'll meet and we'll go and um the the temp and my who I'm I'm lead over went with us and her boyfriend and another uh, another coworker of the person who was like kind of paying for everything. And then, you know, Chris and I came and it was so funny because so by, by the time we all got settled in, we're like, okay, now we're going to order something. We'll all go. We all went up to the bar immediately. This, and it's this, 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 our bartender, like, he's like, Oh, hi walkers. Like as approaching the bar, he's like, Oh, Hey Chris. And, and then this chick like looks at my husband and I'm
1: like,
2: yeah. And she goes <laughs> to he come here often. You, you should have
1: looked at it. I was like, I, I norm up this place. <laughs> <laughs> basically
2: and that just happens to be my bartender i mean i don't know what to tell you he's the one who comps me drinks and even though we don't
1: i don't think i know his name i don't that's that's fine i i waited on a guy every day for like 2 to 3 years still can't tell you his name
2: he only knows our name cuz he always gets our card and there was the big thing because in our group yeah. there's two chris walkers so we Is had to him? always explain the difference in the cards
1: He's a better bartender than me because this guy handed me his card every time, and I still never <laughs> was
2: down to figure out his name.
0: I mean, I guess does it does it is it really that important if you look at no. it and you're like hey, but yeah, it was it was funny.
2: And then they because we started drinking a lot, and they was like, don't you guys have to drive? It's like, no, we live like two blocks away. Yeah, it's we, okay,
0: we walked here.
2: Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, uh, there was something I
1: wanted to mention because uh, I remember texting you guys this during, like during the week, it was like last week, I think, uh, about a beer I had tried. Because I had found Avery's, let me see if I can find the name real quick. I have an image I need to blow up so I can read it.
2: <laughs> I remember, okay. It's got I a tiki have... mask on it.
1: Yeah, the, the Lilikoi Capello. Ke, uh, that one. It's the Avery beer that's got a tiki on there. If you've ever been inside my apartment, you know there are, in fact, multiple Tikis. I play a ukulele. Tiki! Yeah, Tiki. There's a backstory uh, to
2: Tiki. Maybe we'll tell it sometime. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, but I... So, like, I was like, oh, that's that's interesting. I like the, that sort of iconography. Let's, you know, I, it's I, I'm looking at I guess it's a whip beer. I'll, I'll get one of these, and a, a single one of these for, for a crate your own. In part of my create your own. I'll try it. All right, so that... If you really like pineapple juice and don't like beer, that's the beer for you.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, that one.
1: Okay. <laughs> yeah, like I drank it and just went. That doesn't taste like beer. That just tastes like carbonated pineapple juice. I, just a can of Dole. <laughs> I, I didn't want to have it in a, in a part of what we're drinking, but if you, if if this sounds like your thing, go find it. If this doesn't sound like your thing, I bit that bullet for you. Yeah. What I mean, Justin
2: drank. <laughs> I
1: mean, you could be about some pineapples, you know, and just... Yeah. And don't get me... I, I mean, I like pineapples. Yeah. But, you know, when I'm wanting beer, I don't want pineapple
2: juice. Yeah. That, that, no. No. Well, no.
0: Uh, if you want a pineapple route, I mean, I also from Avery, they're, they're the ones who do that Raja beer, I believe. Oh, um, yeah. That was good. And that's it's just an IPA, but it's the style of hops that are in it that... It smells and tastes like pineapples, but not in a, like, I'm literally drinking pineapple juice kind of way.
2: So, yeah. I, yeah it's just a, a citrusy note that's given by that hop is so good.
1: That might be better. Maybe what they did in this one was they threw in some adjuncts near the end of, like, pineapples to get it. Like whole pineapples. <laughs> pine-
2: just dump pineapples <laughs> this... into the pot.
1: Yeah, because this, this was a wit beer, and it, it that might have been the other thing, too. Like, it just didn't have enough beer characteristics, I guess. It was just, hmm. I don't know. Uh, I, I I wanted to bring that up though during the sh- you know during the show, and it seemed like it would be, be the time now as opposed to in the middle of the pills intersection.
0: Fair yeah. enough. <laughs> yeah, I, Avery's uh, hit or miss for me. I don't hate them, but I I, they, I, I they definitely have, yeah.
1: They have things I enjoy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like I've had good things from them before. Off the top of my head, I can't remember what they are, but. Oh, I drink I have a lot the, of beer and don't look at the labels that often, except to
2: check right. into Untapped. I have a selection of things in in. Yeah, the we've cellar. got a bunch
0: of like pumpkin-related things from them. Like barrel-aged pumpkin yeah. stuff, but it's that's, all like
2: over seventeen percent. So we're like, that needs to come down a bit before we open it. <laughs>
1: yeah, I've got some. I've got some pump kick I bought today that's waiting, just so I can give Brittany an update to go. You're right. This was really good. Or <laughs> I, you know what? I don't Brittany, what was. is the matter with you?
0: Yeah. I, I kept thinking I was like, "Wait, that is that's tart." Now I don't remember if I liked it.
2: Mm. So, yeah. We shall suckle it fresh from the teat in a week.
0: Oh yeah,
1: yeah. Oh yeah.
2: All right, that's that's for later though. We're yeah, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Let's let's jump into some news. No news. <coughs> oh, there's news. There. Yeah. <laughs> okay, right. this first story was one we just threw in. Last second, just out of nowhere, Brittany is like, oh, did you all see this? And I was like, nope, we're dropping a story. This goes in. <laughs> this is just fun. In fairness, this, I, I like this story better than the other one. Yeah. Uh, this isn't even really a news story, but uh, Maxim fine. is carrying this story. <laughs> uh, Game of Thrones actor Jason Momoa has his own brand of Guinness beer. And okay. his Listen. pictures, he is ecstatic, as would I be.
1: Yeah. If Guinness made made a beer for me, yeah. or made a be- beer from one of my recipes, I, I'd never be able to shut up about it.
0: Yeah, I mean, th- we would people just would be people would seeing and his... me
1: across the street because I would walk up to random strangers and go, "You know what? Guinness made made a beer I, I like. They made a beer for me."
0: And the the label actually looks really cool because it's got the art that are his tattoo, like it's got the art all around the border and stuff and.
1: Keep expecting to see Dothraki tattoos on his arm.
0: I know. Why wouldn't he? But it's more like a. Well, I mean, he is what? Um, isn't he from Hawaii? I have no idea.
2: He's one of those men with mysterious ethnicity that we're just like. He's something. I don't know what.
0: I, I think he's from Hawaii because he's got that that kind of like Polynesian deal. All,
1: all I can say is he's not a seiju <laughs> Not a seiju Okay.
0: Correct. Although he is going to be playing Aquaman soon, so there's that. Um, yeah, Justin that's... Robert
2: Young for Aquaman, that's my new pitch. <laughs> All right, so uh, this brief story. When he's not waging war in Westeros or swimming through the underwater caverns of Atlantis, <laughs> Jason Momoa apparently likes to spend his time touring iconic Irish breweries. Uh, During a trip to Ireland's legendary Guinness establishment, the Game of Thrones actor was granted his very own brand of beer spawned from the traditional thick stout, labeled Mano Brew. As expected, Momoa documented the occasion with an array of colorful Instagram posts displaying the sleek black bottle and his obvious excitement. (laughs) Yeah, there
1: is no picture where he is not, like, either grinning like an idiot or about to scream with joy (laughs) or yeah like he's so pumped as he should
2: be
0: yeah like we're all just like sure yeah that's that's the right reaction all Um, right
2: it's what gets me the most excited about this yeah it's his it's officially his beer and i don't it's not for public like they're not producing it on any large quantity yet apparently they made like a case of it for him but it's a sour as well. It's the first sour ever made by Guinness.
1: Yeah, um, and apparently that's his his favored preferred style. Yeah, he says I'm, like, I'm in oh.
2: awe. A sour, my favorite, made by my favorite.
1: You know, that's that, that seems pretty. That's it's neat, at least you know, like there because you know Guinness is trying a lot of new things lately.
0: Like his uh, um his visitor lanyard. No one's confusing him with anyone who works there, I don't think.
2: I mean, maybe. You don't know what the what the Guinness <laughs> staff looks like. Well, there were a few people there. Uh, D.B. Weiss and Benioff were there, and the posts immediately got everyone stirred up that maybe Cal Drogo's coming back. Spoiler alert, he's not.
1: Khal Drogo Drogo's
2: coming back, riding on a bottle of Guinness <laughs> Menobrew. Brew. But uh, we will break our our clean streak... To say uh, his one post has him with uh, one of the showrunners and uh, I think it's the head brewer from Guinness, all with a glass in hand, and just says pigs in shit, and they all have the biggest smiles, especially <laughs> Momoa. He is. I wish I could ever be be that happy. I mean, the man is ecstatic.
1: Yeah,
0: well, and I
2: will
1: never be that happy.
0: This article doesn't have it, but he also um, there was a thing about him bringing his wife and two kids there. Oh, uh, and I, At the time, I was like, I would totally forgot he married the chick from the Cosby Show. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah, but uh, so that that had to be like one crazy trip, basically.
1: Well, I mean, <laughs> any trip to to the uh, to the brewery and uh, 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 where is it St. James Place, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, I think so.
1: I feel like that would, any any trip up there is going to be pretty
2: pretty crazy anyway. Oh. All right, so that wasn't much of a story, but had to be brought up. It was fun. Yeah, was fun. I'm just so excited for him.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna start following him on Instagram now. Oh my
1: gosh, the guy! Who, oh, sorry. Now
0: that just led down a different rabbit hole. Sorry. Uh, oh. Dude from Game of Thrones is also on there. That plays um, uh, the Wildling guy. Oh, Torment, the guy who yeah, plays yeah. Torment. Yeah, he's got his Instagram account. I keep
1: confusing the guy who does like the credit card commercials for Torment. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Big red
2: scraggly beard, but he's in like a suit.
0: I mean, I Close,
2: see it. close. All right, all right, let's move into the next story. Uh, Stillwater recalls their Kanye-inspired beer over legal trouble. Oh. <laughs> Who could have not foreseen this happening? The classic adage claims that all press is good press, and in the case of rapper Kanye West, it's a point of frequent debate.
1: Okay, I'm gonna let you finish, but
2: Stillwater <laughs> had the best Kanye-inspired beer of all time. They they did, and they should have won the award. They were robbed. All but right, for sorry. <laughs> for Stillwater Artisanal Ales, uh, Brian Strumpke and his recently released "I Miss the Old Kanye" and Imperial Britannomyces Porter. Think about that one for a second. Uh, Imperial Brett Porter. <laughs> Which is That's labeled with the words, idea. I miss the old Kanye pattern in peach image, reminiscent of West's recent Life of Pablo album. Um sure. Press is proving a serious problem following the attention generated by widespread coverage of uh, his beer in publications from Pitchfork to Food and, really, is that the most hipster name for something yes. for- you've ever heard? And Wine and Eater. Maybe it's pitchfork to food and wine, and eater. <laughs> God. <laughs> it, that, no, it's not helping anything. Stillwater's recent I mean, release is why being using recalled. using
1: pitchforks, pitchforks to make wine, though? I mean... Because, like, they're grapes. You can't... Never, never mind. I mean, we don't need to get into an agricultural...
2: They would find some reason. Uh, it's being recalled amid legal... Im- yeah, mm-hmm. so that word.
1: Embroglio.
2: Yeah. A firm that's claiming they represent uh, merchandising rights to Kanye West Basically saying, no, we own the rights to any merchandise with his name So stop or us."
1: I mean, to his name They didn't say I miss the old Kanye West They said I miss the old Kanye Yeah, it could have been Maybe it could have been their friend Kanye Their old who, friend Kanye
2: Jones Yeah, <laughs> you he became
1: uh, Kanye Smith later And completely changed his personality You don't know
2: Multiple distributors uh, that All About Beer contacted for this story said they've been given notice that the beer is being recalled. I Miss the Old Kanye is the third beer in Stillwater's pop culture series following uh, Money Trees, a hybrid Gosa Session IPA made in tribute to Kendrick Lamar. I have no idea who that is. I've heard the name. I don't.
0: Kendrick Lamar?
2: Yeah. Eddie Lamar? He does the rap. Uh, Hopvine Bling, a dry hop Berliner Weiss, made with, uh, Sauvignon Blanc grapes. <laughs> a little extra French stank on that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in tribute to Drake, whose Twitter handle is important to note, is Champagne Pappy.
0: Isn't Kendrick Lamar, like, one of the Kardashians? Yes. Significant others? Okay.
1: Is he? Okay. I I just keep, in my head, I keep making, uh... Hedy Lamar jokes. Yeah, no, I'm probably Hedley. wrong
0: on that too. I just the name sounds Hedley. familiar. Hedley. Uh
1: I I honestly don't know. Uh I am very that's for out the
0: of best. Touch. that no, don't, that's good. I do like... not know what the
1: kids are in today with their hippity hop and their baggity pants. Indeed. <laughs> yeah, the
0: and the description of the drink sounds fantastic though, yeah. not it?
2: I love what the what he's talking about what they were doing with this pop culture series. Like I hadn't really caught on to it, but this article I was like, ooh uh, the pop culture series, he said, takes the char- char- characteristic styles and personas of rap artists and translates them into inspired beers. It's not just a marketing scheme. Uh, everything I do, I kind of envision as an art project. It's kind of cool. And he goes on to talk about how you know they were modeled after the careers and personas of these rappers. And that's when he's like, well, and when you think about this one, Like the whole Rotanomyces Porter, like it really, they felt fit in with Kanye. It's
0: such an interesting mix of ingredients.
2: Yeah, so Kanye as an artist eludes easy definition. So (laughs) that beer, I feel, would elude easy definition.
1: They have a thing here that says, I kind of envision Dr. Pepper to be one of those kind of things that people don't know what it is. What it's all made up of, even though they tend to enjoy it, and they they describe it, they built it on characteristics of Dr Pepper.
0: That's fantastic. Yes.
1: I sure okay. I've I've never had Dr Pepper. Oh,
0: all. right, because the caffeine. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It 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 won't kill me, but I'll complain about it for hours.
0: Sure. I like Dr Pepper. I mean, I'd be interested in at least trying. I mean, prunes, plums, star anise. Too bad. Anise.
1: <laughs> Too bad.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's true. But yeah, that sounds really interesting. And at least they... I mean, this is the only one that's the issue, right? Like, I'm kind of intrigued to see if they, if the other ones are uh, available at some point.
2: I've not looked. I've actually... I'm pretty sure I've seen this one, and now I'm like, oh, crap, I hope they yanked it off the shelf yet. Maybe I can find one.
1: So I guess that was the whole lettering thing where occasionally it overlaps and it's got weird misprints. Is that yeah? the that's that's like- Kanye album as well?
2: I assume so.
0: I hope so, because otherwise that stresses me out.
1: <laughs> yeah, the picture really of the bottle is kind
2: of disconcerting when you see that. How you're like,
1: <laughs> Like, it's like somehow a piece of paper bunched up in an old Doc Matrix printer or something. I don't know. Yeah.
0: That's, oh, I can't.
2: <laughs> All right, so how about we bring the mood up in our last story? Uh, I don't think you can. I say so this isn't. I know. Uh, this is an... Coming from an unforeseen consequence of the ABM Sob Saab Miller takeover, uh, Brewer ABM to cut thousands of jobs in takeover deal. Uh, Key point s- here, nothing has been signed yet. The DOJ has approved. They will not stop this merger. And so far, everyone else is on board, but the T's have not been crossed, I's have not been dotted. Just, just two things
1: one just when you thought it was safe to podcast again (laughs) the ab and bev sob miller merger story continues
2: yeah Uh, it won't
1: die also you know i've i think i've been pretty clear that i'm just kind of ambivalent about the whole thing like yeah sure whatever i'm still not gonna drink what you make yeah uh but this has actual ramifications that makes me sad yeah
0: yeah
2: yeah, the world's largest brewer, AB InBev, expects to cut about 3% of its total work for- workforce, equivalent to thousands of jobs. Once it completes its huge takeover of its closest rival, Saab Miller. The company headquartered in Levin, Belgium, has about 150,000 workers, while the London-based Saab Miller claims to have around 70,000. That will put the estimated job losses at around uh, 6,600 over a three-year period. That- so... <laughs>
1: So they're firing all of their people to keep the Saab Miller people mostly.
2: That's what it it seems to be that they're going to. But the math looks like anyway. Well, it's over a three year period.
1: Once the deal is well, okay. Are the job losses effective immediately, or are they over three
2: years? They will. It will well, I be, meant like like is that three years starting now? It'll be starting from the takeover. Okay. As once, soon as once
0: things are signed and whatnot. As soon
2: yeah, as it's sure. in and they're making money off of those brands.
1: So they're they're trying to like see who who they I guess to reduce the amount of people they have
2: doubling yeah. over. There's going to be some overlap in yeah. some redundancies. That's a better word. There'll be a lot of redundancies that need to be taken out, and that's I'm guessing primarily what these jobs are going to be. And they're probably going to move production of some of these beers to their own facilities.
1: Yeah, but, I doubt they're I doubt they're just going to slap a Budweiser sticker on the.
2: Oh yeah. Um, uh, statement means uh, it's not clear if there would even be – there would be more job cuts uh, after the 3%. Yeah, uh,
1: also 3% <laughs> being 6.6 thousand 6, people, that's that's a lot of – Yeah, <laughs>
2: it's a big 3%.
1: Like just, you know, the math on that thing of how many people they employ is crazy.
2: But Okay, it said uh, they expect losses at Saab Miller's current headquarters – Got to think about that, all the execs. Oh yeah. The Bev doesn't need or care about. Yeah. They have all their own marketing people. They have, you know, they don't need these people.
1: Well, you uh, have to imagine that they, well, maybe not all the execs, but there may have been like some sort of buyout option
2: for them. I don't know. possible. I mean, not, these people actually. aren't just going to be unceremoniously thrown to the curb. Um, they're probably going to get. I mean, maybe they are, but they're not going to be penniless.
1: Yeah, I feel get their... less bad about the execs than I do about like them shutting down a plant.
2: Yeah, the execs though, they'll get like I'm sure their stock options bought out and all this wonderful yeah. stuff, and they'll have a giant chunk of change to live off of for many years, mm-hmm. or
1: uh, three weeks. I don't know how much they spend. I'm not. <laughs> I don't know their life.
2: Very true. Analysts say that ABNBEV is known for being aggressive in cutting costs from takeovers and mergers. The company expects to make annual cost savings of about $1.4 billion after about four years. Part of the logic of the £79 billion, $104 billion deal, dollar bill uh, to buy Saab Miller is to add new brands in countries it is not currently present in, particularly in fast-growing markets in Africa. Hmm. The deal has received backing from Saab Miller's board, but awaits approval from the company's shareholders, so it could still get hung up somewhere. Some smaller shareholders have turned against the deal since a plunge in the value of the British pound eroded its value. Analysts, however, say it should be approved in a vote on September 28th, being today of recording.
1: The, the British pound dropped? When did that happen? <laughs> Couldn't have what happened possible a... event could have could have precipitated? Never mind.
2: <laughs> so yeah, uh, the deal isn't isn't said and done yet, and it's looking like it's going to mean some real world bad things for real people. Yeah, uh, that sucks. Like, I can't you know think of any.
1: Like, I have no control over it, and if they're consolidating, like. If they shut down a plant, for example, where do they send – where do those people go for a new job, I guess?
2: Right. And And this is disconcerting. There was another story um, I opted out to use, but I can use part of it now Um, because it kind of works into exactly what we're saying. Um, ABMBev is actually going to start some of the craft brewers in the U.S. that they've been purchasing. They say they're calling it offloading some of the – not more popular – but uh the, some of the beers that they have to make more of like they're continuously year-round stuff that's kind of tying down uh big chunks of what they can produce they're taking like Deschutes for example some of their IPAs and things that they brew a ton of and takes up a lot of their productivity they're actually going to start offloading that to St. Louis Oh,
1: okay so St. Louis where the
2: latter is yes Anheuser-Busch will be taking over for a lot of these brands they've been buying, brewing a lot of their stuff that's mass-distributed. They say so that um, these craft brewers can focus, and it frees them up. This is what they're claiming. They're going to free them up of this burden so they can concentrate on making newer, exciting beers. And it it, seems kind of in that vein as well. Is it really a burden? Okay, whatever. Yeah, I think they're just trying to get a better handle on all of what they've purchased, and that this is just an example of a bigger step of that.
1: Maybe. Yeah, there's there's a lot that goes into acquisition of a new company. And,
2: and we're not economists. <laughs> no. So let's move into yeah. something we do know about with uh, Oktoberfest.
1: I, I know nothing about Oktoberfest. It's a, it's a French party, right? Get r- riggedy, riggedy, wrecked, son!
2: Uh- all right. Our first badge. Um, okay, how is it you say this again? You said it correctly. I did not. Paul Anner? Paul Anner. Yes. I, I, I'm guessing. <laughs> I, I... Well, keeping it real is their badge for <laughs> Oktoberfest. Uh, Paul Anner's brewery, Deep Ties, to Munich, are apparent by its strong presence at the Oktoberfest, having been first brewed in the city... <laughs> By Paulaner monks in 1634, the brewery's traditions have stayed strong through the years. Paulaner offers two Oktoberfest beers to enjoy: the original Oktoberfest Märzen, the first beer served at the Munich Oktoberfest, and the authentic Oktoberfest Weizen, the only beer served in Paulaner Oktoberfest tents in Munich and Germany's most popular Oktoberfest beer.
1: Whoa, whoa, whoa. There's an Oktoberfest vizen? Yeah, right? Like that. The game has changed, guys.
2: (laughs) The game, she has changed. Uh, Uh, You can celebrate.
1: Go ahead. I was going to say, I love this badge because it just makes me thirsty.
2: Yeah, you see (laughs) it's got the two big steins clacking together, keeping it real, and you're just like, yeah. Yeah.
1: Paul Einer, of course, one of the was it five, six places at the... Five. One of the five uh, breweries allowed to have a tent, a big beer hall tent at Oktoberfest in Munich.
2: Yes. Uh, celebrate, o- o- <laughs> celebrate Oktoberfest and Polliner's rich history this fall uh, and unlock the all-new, the original and authentic Oktoberfest beer. Simply check into any one uh, polliner beer between August 15th and October 15th, and it's yours uh, continue the Oktoberfest celebrations by checking into two more beers from Paul Liner, a total of three, and you'll be entered to win great prizes like a five-liter stone mug, LED sign, oh. or other great Paul Honor Oktoberfest swag. Oh. So we need to go get some more beer.
1: <laughs> yeah. I I just walked away from some Paul Liner today because I was trying to buy
2: stuff for the Meritzen Bowl. Yeah. Oh, they've got a great package uh, for it. You can Dash. get. I saw it up here. That's what you. She said. <laughs> yeah. They've got it in liter cans, and the can comes slipped down inside a big uh, glass stein. Is it glass? Yes. Oh, I didn't see the price on it, but they just had them like littered around the liquor store. Now I thought about it, but then I was like, no, 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 I'm not buying for me.
1: Yeah, I I decided to buy this trip to the liquor store just some some of the new craft uh, Oktoberfest styles, but like I'm looking at it like, all right, Paul Liner, you're on my list. I'm going to grab you. Now that I know I need like three check-ins.
0: Mm, yeah. yeah.
1: Well, We'll say three... stockpiling beer for the Meriton Bowl is going to be difficult for me because I'm just looking at them in the fridge now going, well, I am thirsty. Look in your lips. <laughs> hmm.
2: Alright, this next one, uh, since I picked it, time has passed. Uh, you can still get it. But you're gonna have to have looked into listening to this one kind of early. Uh, it's uh, Jillian, the third Sour Sister, is back. This is from Goose Island. Their Sour Sisters beers. Uh, as we near the end of summer, Goose Island wants you to savor every last bit of it with the Sour Sisters three. Uh, Jillian 2016 bad. Jillian brings white pepper, strawberry, and honey. That sounds good. To a harmonious blend, particularly partially aged in wine barrels. This Belgian-style farmhouse ale is slightly tart and pleasantly sweet in a refreshingly effervescent body.
1: Farmhouse ale I aged in in wine barrels? Man, we just don't care
2: about infections.
0: <laughs> That's true. <laughs> brought to
2: you by the people who brought you the infected bourbon barrel series. This is what did it. This, this sat in the same... Warehouse, Like, all this stuff was in the same room. And you go, how did it get infected? J'accuse, Jillian. J'accuse. J'accuse. This brew is perfect for sharing. So grab some friends and unlock the Sour Sisters 3 Jillian 2016 pad by checking in one of any vintage of the Sour Sisters. Uh, so the Jillian, Lolita, Juliette, nope. Halia, and Madame Rose.
1: L- Lolita? Nope. Nope. <laughs>
2: Uh, to learn more about, yeah, head on over to island dot com and I'll tell you all about them. So yeah, I'm, I've seen some of the smaller bottles of these at uh, in the create your own six pack area. I might grab what? some next time. How small, like just airplane? a regular regular bottle size? Oh, not bomber. I was thinking like like airplane <laughs>
1: bottle or like hotel bottles. Like they make beer that small? It barely <laughs> wet my wet
2: my thirst. Couldn't even get a taste for it with that. All right. what's next next is raise a toast to fall with bells uh with fall approaching it's time for the return of the darker and richer flavors we're all excitedly anticipating yes we are for our friends don't drink those all year round yeah for our friends at bell's brewery this is one of their favorite times of year cooler weather this year the yearly harvest uh and of course the release of their oktoberfest together with bell's best brown these two beers perfectly complement autumn and they do
0: It's g- another great looking badge very yes. fall uh,
2: my heart wants to explode looking at the badge
1: just i'm just glad uh casey wasn't here for this badge <laughs> yeah here all about how bell's did something or other
2: casey's giving a stink eye to uh
1: he is he is this is me Past Justin talking to future Casey, who is listening to this, as he just goes... As he texts
2: us all, right now, as he's listening to it. He's pulled over to the side of the road, and he is now texting us. Just like, shut up, guys. I hate you. (laughs) Celebrate the flavors of fall with Bells, and you'll be rewarded with... uh, Check in to one Best Brown and one Oktoberfest beer from Bells Brewery between... August 26th, or wait, no, September...
1: No, August, August 26th to September. And September 26th.
2: Yeah. yeah. Wow, only a month? Yeah. Together, cheers to fall badge. So, usually, you have to get both,
0: though. Yeah. Well, the other one's a brown ale, so I'm still on board with that. That's fine. That's yes. the one with the owl on it.
2: And the Oktoberfest <laughs> will be part of the Merzim Bowl so, those who show up for that will at least get halfway through this badge.
0: Yeah. Da, 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 and definitely da, enough time, because that's on the 17th, so we're still good.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, no, that looks that looks nice. I want, I want both of them. <laughs> nice, yeah. This okay. is like I literally I go into a liquor I go into buy go somewhere to buy beer right now and it's just ridiculous how much I want to walk out with and I'm like no
0: right because it's all no. fall and not I mean we we already transformed the apartment it's, into autumn like it's just
1: less that it's all fall that it's all Oktoberfest. and I'm just like ah. Oh.
0: Well, that's the thing. The The autumn beers are kind of the best. Because it, it, you've got such an array of flavors, and you'll, you'll get some spices on some of them, and... I don't uh, know. I now think... you're
1: reminding me the Christmas season's around, and mm, I'm not looking that's... forward to trying Christmas ales. Oh, really? See, like, Well,
2: after the, the, the last one I had. Oh. The Anchor. She is coming.
0: You say, you'll get to try the Anchor, though, at least this time. Uh, yeah.
2: I hope so.
1: All right. Okay. Topic time. Yeah, that was topic time. We have a topic. We're not that drunk. We're not that drunk. We're not
0: that drunk.
1: You don't know me, sound clip. Maybe <laughs> I am. All
0: right. Yeah. So the topic today, uh, as you noticed from the intro, is pilsners. Uh, it really oh, is yeah. that that beer that you see in the glass and you're like, yes, that's definitely what a beer is supposed to look like. Yeah. Um, so Pilsner, the style originated from Bohemia and the Czech Republic. It's a medium to medium full body and uh, characterized by high carbonation and a tangy Czech varieties of hops um, kind of gives a floral aromas and a crisp bitter finish um uh, German Pilsner styles are similar though often slightly lighter in body and color. The hallmark of a fresh Pilsner is dense white head um and the alcohol levels um have to give a uh, rounded mouth fill, so it's about five percent a b v they're not
1: heavy and they're not like you know, they don't get you wrecked off of one but... no it's the
0: perfect thing to just drink like six of or something. <laughs>
1: Which you can do yes. easily.
0: Yeah, no, uh, it's it's just like every time I think of the pilsner, for some reason I think of the movie Beerfest. That's <laughs> the clips from. Yeah, it's one of the more uh, more recent styles to be imperialized. So with the characteristics generally alcohol and hops uh, bumped up sufficiently to constitute a new style, but with a still p- familiar profile, the new imperial pilsners may sacrifice. Pilsner's famed delicacy, but they retain the floral aromas and dry, bitter finish of the original style.
1: I hear delicacy with Pilsner, and I'm just picturing a uh, uh, a, a, a uh, Czech brewmaster just sort of like fanning himself on. oh lordy me, the <laughs> vapors!
2: Daintily sipping it from a tulip-style glass. It's,
1: oh! I do declare this is Awfully strong. Uh, I don't know why everything becomes southern genteel lady, southern <laughs> genteel racist lady. I guess too,
0: but. it's funnier. That's why,
1: because <laughs> no,
2: that's uh, where we're from. Hmm? So because it's where we're from, it's ingrained in us.
1: Maybe, but I don't remember that many people complaining about vapors where we're from. Nothing yeah. genteel about
2: where we're from. <laughs> Yeah. No. Huh? So there's nothing genteel about where we're from. <laughs> nope. Uh. Yeah. So,
1: as as we mentioned, uh, it's typically a a it's thought of as a a Czech style. In 1838, the the citizens of Pilsen, Bohemia, uh, the Czech Republic, now, uh, the brewmasters of the town rolled 36 barrels of ale out into the streets, opened them up and spilled the beer in the main square of the town, letting it run into the ditches and... Ditches. I said... (laughs) Ditches. You did. And finally, into the nearby Radbuza River. The brewers had decided that ale had become undrinkable, and uh, even for breweries of Pilsen, with uh, over 800 years of brewing experience, the issues of contamination still came up. Ale's were prone to being spoiled by either wild yeasts or bacteria. Yeah, man, sure is sure is good to come from a time when no beer ever gets spoiled by bacteria.
2: <laughs> right, these modern days.
1: Uh, by this time, way back in, way back when, uh, mm-hmm. brewers in Bohemia and across U- Europe yearned yearned learned the importance of yeast, not yearned the importance of yeast. <laughs> I like it that. could have
0: gone either way. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, no, they learned the importance of yeast to the brewing process. There was some debate about whether the fermentation was a, a living process or the byproduct of the death of yeast, but there was no real question that this mysterious little life form had a big effect on the character of beer. They hired, I'm going to say Joseph? I don't you know what the proper German pronunciation is. Probably Joseph. That's kind of what I actually thought, but I was afraid to... Sound pretentious. Josef Kroll, <laughs> a Bavarian brewer, uh, to come to Pilsen and teach them about the German lagering method of brewing. Man, remember, remember lagering. Remember that episode. Mm. <laughs> I, I think we're still recording it. Um, it. Might be. Legend holds that in 1840, a monk smuggled some of the precious lager yeast out of Bavaria. Okay, I'm. I know I'm doing a lot of pauses in this story, but that is. One of the funniest things I can think of smuggling just ate, yeast. Just, just uh, an old German monk, like <laughs> shoving it into a bag, just going, "Oh, nope, nothing to see here, gentlemen." <laughs> <laughs> uh, whether that's the case or not, when Noel arrived, at, Grohl arrived in Pilsen. There was a supply of yogur, lager yeast available. He found a nearby source of excellent Salz hops, a noble variety of hops that uh, he would have been familiar with from Germany. The brewers of Pilsen were, had, a well, had a well that supplied very soft water, and the caverns carved for lagering uh, in local sandstone, the stage was set for lager brewing. Using light barley, they only partially malted... Uh, sorry, light barley that was only partially malted and none of the roasted or smoked barley that German brewers were using. Grohl added generous portions of fragrant saws, uh Saw's hops to his brews. Uh, on October fifth, eighteen forty-two, he and the brewers of Pilsen gathered for their first taste of the new beer. When they tapped the cask, they saw the beer, uh, they saw beer the color of straw that was light and clear. One could see right through the other side of the Bohemian crystal glass. Still cool from the lagering tunnels, this was a surprisingly refreshing beer, not the dark and heavy like the ales they were used to. Can you imagine seeing a pilsner for the first time? Really? Yeah. Like, if everything you've had has been, like, red to black in color.
0: Like a Dunkel, for compared to a pilsner, even. Is- yeah,
2: yeah. Dunkel would have been what they were more used to seeing, and then suddenly...
1: <laughs> well, ish. Dunkel is actually, I think, a type of vlogger, isn't it? Well, yeah. But, you know, th- that, that color... The color. coloration. Uh, but you get, you know, you, you pull pour that out and it's like, this is, this is yellow. I don't understand. Oh, man, that's so <laughs> that nice. Nice. Refreshing.
2: Nice. Uh, so I have to interject with this. Did Grohl ever approach authorities and tell them he had a confession to make about stealing? Oh, come on. No one's getting this. I hate you. Oh, I'm not. I'm sorry. Dave Grohl. I assumed it was Dave Grohl, but I didn't know.
1: Oh, okay. (laughs) I assumed it was Dave Grohl, but like in my head, the only thing I can think of from Foo Fighters is like "Learn to Fly." That's the first thing that always pops in my head.
2: (laughs) I mean, that video always pops in my head.
1: Yeah. Uh, Anyway, back to beer. Uh, Speaking of that, that first time they saw it, the Brewers of Pilsen knew they had a great new beer here. And thanks to the Radbuza River, not only did the news of the new beer from Bohemia spread, but so did a lot of the beer itself. Pilsner, or Pilsner beer, was born. Since then, Pilsner Urkel has become one of the most copied beers in history. So much so that so the name of the brand, Pilsner, became the name of the new style. Aside from improvements uh, brought through the advantage of refrigeration and sanitation, little has changed about the way Pilsner is brewed. Uh, there are many variations of the recipe, but most contain a lightly kilned malt uh, and noble hop var- varieties, usually saws. Often breweries will soften water from their local uh, local sources in an attempt to replicate naturally occurring soft water in the Pilsen, uh, Pilsen Brewery. Doing so enhances the delicate flavors of the grain. Huh. Uh, I'm just thinking about <laughs> like, soft water, and I go to the other extreme of heavy water, and I'm like, are we making nuclear weapons out of the water <laughs> What are you guys doing? I mean, <laughs> uh, other variations have been made to cut costs as breweries allowed bottom dollar to dictate. Such various variations include replacing part of the barley with rice. Rice is cheap and contributes little to flavor or aroma to the brew. Uh, with the flavors contributed by the barley, cutting the balance of the hops can be cu- uh, can can be cut. To driving costs even lower, this results with beer with an equal amount of alcohol but less flavor and aroma, making it uh, seem watery in comparison to the 100% barley pilsners. Uh, though breweries produce them, uh, produce these beers, continue to call them pilsners. Some have assigned a new category to describe them. Can we guess what it is, class? <laughs> the American light. Don't don't. Reminds you of that old added that old joke. What's uh, how is uh, sex in a canoe similar to to American American beer?
2: It's close to water. Yep. Nice.
1: Uh, whatever you call it, Bohemian Pilsner, German Pilsner, German Pils, or the American Light Pilsner is easily the most popular beer in the world.
2: Yeah, I can. I can side with that. The easy drinking. All right, let's talk about Pilsners today and some styles. Uh, Pilsner be- beer styles. You have today the German-style Pilsner. Uh, it's a light straw to golden color with more bitter or earthy taste. Uh, Javier, or Jever? Javier, I'm going to assume. Uh, Beck's Bitterburger, uh, Flinchburger, Holsten König. Yeah, I'm, I can't say these. Yeah. Yes,
1: someone else has the most foreign language words
2: in my section, <laughs> so he wins now. <laughs> Warsteiner, I, I can say that, and Saint Pauli girl; uh, those are good examples of your you German to style.
1: You try to say <laughs>
2: No, no, I'm not. <laughs> I literally
1: probably butchered that, but I just went no. We're just going to power through it.
0: Radeberger, which is a great name.
2: But yeah, those are all great examples of a German style Pilsner. Uh, I, your... want a, I want
1: a rotter burger, hold the brown.
2: <laughs> your Czech-style pilsners are golden, uh full of colors with high foaminess and lighter flavor. Wow. Uh Pilsner Roquel is one of those we did that in our blind tasting, didn't we? Yeah, we actually that
1: was did. our that was sort of our our prototypical pilsner.
2: Yeah. And I remember the head on that one was pretty crazy. It's also what she said. <laughs> nice. Uh, Gambrinus? Sure. Kuzel? Yeah, I can't say Spiani? half. Of okay,
1: that one, no, there's. Siviani?
2: I'm yeah.
0: uh, It doesn't
2: matter. Radagas. Radagas uh, Radagast, I the best one. Radagas. Um. Tuzla, Tuzlansky Pilsner? Yeah. Tuz. Tuzanski. Listen to all that those German classes I took. They're really paying off. Oh yeah. It didn't didn't take a one.
1: <laughs>
2: so why my my German sounds like it does?
0: The last one's easier.
2: Uh, European what? style Pilsner. Yeah. Oh, has a slightly sweet taste. Uh, can be produced from uh, other than barley malt. Uh, Dutch, you get Amstel, uh, Grolsch, Heineken. Or the Belgian, you get jupil Joup- Joupier, Joupier
0: and Joupier. Stella Atois.
2: Not a Stella Man. fan.
0: Yeah, I, I could... Well, if Stella is available, I'll drink it. But I'm definitely not going to seek it out.
1: So, I, I think I've said this on the show before. Stella, when I was a bartender, is my least favorite beer to serve. It's like the most pretentious. It is the Biggest pain to open because they have that paper wrapper on the top. Oh and yeah. If you're going to be driven slightly crazy by the fact that you didn't tear just right, it is awful. Uh, if you don't care, then you're you're fine. But if you're a crazy person like myself, then
0: well, and it's it's just it always has to be in the stella glass and like
1: I don't know. If we didn't have stella glasses. I would just handed them a bottle and said, "Here, deal with <laughs> it." Deal with it. Yeah. Um... Uh, <laughs>
0: But it's, it's not bad. I mean, I've had it when, like, we're if we're at someone's house and they're like, I have Stella, and I'm like, I want a beer, so okay. You know, yeah, and, had, and I'm not going to cry I, about I,
1: it. I, I don't object to it. Um, it's just I, Heineken I've never gotten a real good taste for.
0: I have to really be like, I really want a beer right now. I don't care what it is. Yeah. Um, I've gotten it at, at, like, the movie theater, for example. Because <laughs> they don't no, really have it. a great
2: selection.
1: That said, like, Czech-style pilsners are usually a bit more my, my bag. Yeah. But.
2: Yeah, then we've got a, a massive list of 62 of the best pilsners, blind-tasted and ranked. And oh, then so out front... did not it, seem to rank them, didn't they? It says, these beers are not ranked.
0: Yeah, on the art... Like, whoever did the title, bad job, you suck. Um, well, I
1: mean, you know, clickbait. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, but the, yeah, that, that article is uh, is going to be linked in the show notes. I just kinda highlight there's yeah, sixty two of them again. Um and for some reason they only break down the last two pages worth. Like the first part of the list they don't even like they don't give you anything really. Like no um no style, no <laughs> I mean I mean no um no uh like A B V breakdown or anything like that. It's just here they are. And then the rest of the, the other two pages of the stuff that gets closer down to like number one. It, they give you, like, full full breakdowns of descriptions and everything else. It's really weird. But it's not a bad list, and I, I highlighted some that, um, you know, that kind of stand out that we've at least heard of. Like, Heavy Seas has a pilsner called Pounder. Uh, yeah. Great Lakes Turntable.
1: That sounds very familiar. <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, uh.
0: Rock Bottom, or Rock Art. I thought it said Rock Bottom. Um Sam oh, Adams. Bottom
1: girls, you're Bohemian pills. Never mind. That that doesn't work. <laughs> um
0: but yeah, Sam Adams Noble Pills, which is out I think they're like every spring or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I was gonna say the
1: yeah. season's past. That's for part Noble of their pills. spring pack. Yeah. Uh yeah, does got lost, one. I always think when when it comes to pilsners that like they don't make enough of them in the craft scene. I feel like the craft scene is is, is, is overloaded with ales, particularly pale ales and IPAs and stouts.
0: Oh yeah, right. it's like it, it's like IPA, stout, and then lager.
2: That's why, it's not on this list, but one of my favorite pills uh, came from Three Floyds because it doesn't get as much attention as their pale ales and the such. Uh, the hopped-in-half pills... Oh, yeah. It was crisp and refreshing, and just, it really blew me away.
1: I'm
0: surprised, it, I'm surprised it's not on here.
1: I think, I, I want to say that, that Pilsners get, like, that, like, they have to be so, like, sort of, like, lighter and crisper, and so you don't have a whole lot of room for, like, flavors to stand out at you.
0: Yeah.
1: So, like, the, you know, you can feel like they all kind of taste this. If you're not paying attention, they can all feel like they're tasting the same. Right. Um... Like there, there are differences. Like, but so maybe that's why like brewers don't want to go to them because they don't feel like they're there's not much
0: you can work with. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe we have brewing friends that can go. No, you're full of crap. (laughs) And if you think so, please tell me.
0: Um, Call me up. My number is
1: not going to give that up.
0: (laughs) I'd be excited to try some of these just because of, like, like the only reason I highlighted some of these is because I'm like, oh, that we know what that brewery is, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. Um, like, Victory has one. You went to uh, Firestone Walker, which is we're hoping to really get some of when we head um, out west
1: this week. Highlands has one, or Highland has one. Yeah, I really,
0: uh, I want to try some more stuff of theirs,
2: too. Avery has Joe's Avery. Pills. Yeah.
0: And actually, the, so the Arrogant Bastard one, which is mm-hmm. officially the Arrogant Bastard Brewing Company variant thing whatever that brand is about uh it's called wussy and i saw that no, can. Called, who you call, who you call it wussy. It wussy. oh that's yeah that's the name of it oh uh, but i saw that can at uh cappy's and when we were there and i was like what the crap is that and i didn't even look into it but now i'm like oh all right damn it i should have got that
1: <laughs> so you're mentioning um uh, uh, wanting to try more and I, after I mentioned Highlands and it was reminding me that's that's down in uh, they they have a place down in, uh, what's the, what is it the Roanoke's trying to be Asheville, yeah, <laughs> Ash, yeah, it's it's in Asheville I think,
2: um, yeah, that's where they're out of they're out of Asheville. Yeah,
1: and I've got a friend, uh, a couple friends that are moving down that way and. I was talking with him this weekend, like, yeah, no, you can come down there, tour breweries, just crash at my place. I was like, yeah, I don't know how much you want my friends Chris and Brittany to just drop in at your new house, but... I mean, I-
2: what, no, not just us, you gotta be like, so, you realize, you are know, like, if I come, then there's, like, five other people.
1: <laughs> I mean, I was gonna say three. Like, if I was heading down to Ashland for a brewery tour, okay, four, because wife of Casey, yeah. but... Uh, who else would we have in there? I
0: think it'd
1: be it. it just be Three, four. Four, five. Five counting me, but...
0: Right, right, yeah. Okay, that's true.
1: Uh, but yeah, I was like, yeah, I don't know, like, you... Because you, you all met my friend Yoshi once. Yeah, yeah. But... She's cool. I don't know how much she would be like, oh, yeah, no, come into my house, people I've met once. Yeah. Sleep here. Fair enough, yeah. Uh... Although, if we, like, I, I totally want to do an Ashland trip at some point, and oh, yeah. I know somewhere I can crash. I'm like, yeah,
2: doing that. To be fair, she would only see us as we drunkenly staggered in <laughs> in the wee hours of the morning.
1: No, she would see us as we staggered in with her, because I'm pretty sure she would go, oh, I want to see this place, too.
2: I've only been to Asheville uh,
0: twice, actually, and that's because I went to Biltmore in high school.
1: and that was aus- That was actually awesome. I don't know if I've been there once. It was it was
0: great, but you know, at the time, like we're on a bus, so like I can't really go out and do anything. <laughs> it was just yeah. we were there for Biltmore, and that was it. Now, granted, that was gorgeous, and it was great to be able to go there at all. But yeah, it's not. Yeah, I would like to go nice there to sort of explore.
1: Filled with bears.
0: Yeah, it's it's gorgeous down there, though, like landscape-wise, you know, um, as filled far as filled
1: with bears. <laughs> like they just come up and live in.
2: They live bears.
1: in the the backyard of my friend's uh, father-in-law. The same way that turkeys live in my parents' backyard. Jeez. Too many
2: bears. I had to dial it down on the
1: bears. <laughs>
0: um, but yeah, so that uh, we'll we'll have that link to the uh, the the sixty-two list there, posted on the show notes. Um, the only last one I wanted to mention is just because of the name was the uh, rogue one. Oh. it's Rogue Farms Good Chit Pilsner. Good British shit.
1: Like yep. <laughs> that's some good shit right there.
0: <laughs> I just, yeah, I had to grab that, grab that one.
1: Um, but yeah, what this, what this, what this show has really proven over the year, uh, over the almost year we've done it, Brittany, is that me and you really love a well named, be- uh, well named beer.
0: Oh yeah. Well, it's like the, it's like the, you know, if I ever drink wine, I only seem to drink wine in the fall. I don't know what that's about, but I only base that on like what the wine bottle label looks like. And this is kind of similar. If the label of the beer looks funny, or, or gorgeous, or whatever, that's one thing. Or if the name is just fantastic, I'll get it, too. I don't or care. If they, yeah,
1: if there's some kind of steampunk mouse involved. Yes. I
0: still want that. And I just, it's not fair.
1: <laughs> All right. All right, so uh, anything, any other... Could cover it for Pilsners? Or is
0: there any other thoughts on Pilsners, or... I enjoy them. That,
1: Other than I enjoy them.
2: Yeah. (laughs) During the spring and summer, I enjoy a good pilsner. Yeah, why not?
1: Look, I don't think beer should be relegated to seasons. I think you should drink everything all year round.
2: You think you should drink what you want, when you want, how you want.
1: (laughs) I mean, that's also true. I just mean, like, stop trying to put your labels on me. Indeed.
2: All right, so we had a nice little thing that happened the day after... We recorded last episode, and we had no feedback. Feedback started pouring in.
1: <laughs> we just start going, oh, man. Remember, like, I wish we had feedback. And then we recorded the episode day after. Where were you guys then?
2: Yeah, you guys were a day too late. But we're going to get you in now, so feedback. That's
0: it. We got one! Sorry. I started
1: that I started that, that said too late. Uh, no, I was going to say that said so pumped to have any feedback oh, oh yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> i don't from, mean that to sound like no you guys should have been here sooner i mean jerks. like no i'm so glad
0: and we don't get feedback from him very often so uh, did anybody else want to take that or oh well
2: uh, okay. got some feedback from mike hey mike uh he was saying great job on the podcast blah 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 yada yada he was actually letting no, us no, no, know no. i
1: need some good positive feedback
2: well he's gonna <laughs> give you some good positive feedback Uh, He has a beer suggestion. Mix uh, half tulip glass with uh, pumpkin and with the creme brulee. It's both from Southern Tier. And he said it's like pumpkin pie with whipped cream. And that actually sounds amazing. And I can't wait to try it. It's really interesting.
0: He also said that he's learning a lot from the show and he really likes (laughs) likes the episodes.
2: (laughs) So, yeah, there's your wrister. About uh, how great the show is, but he was also bringing up additionally, if you've ever heard of the Circleville Pumpkin Festival up in Ohio, I have not heard of this, but I do know where Circleville is yeah uh there's a lot of local bars up there that have some good pumpkin beers, and if you've listened to this show, well, last year, you know we're pretty big fans of pumpkin beer, but he said uh, even the sewer lids have pumpkins on them,
0: which is fantastic. Like I I know yeah one of our um, at work one of our people is from Circleville like he's based out of the area. So I know roughly where it is. It's not exactly close. Um but that would be interesting to go to at some point. Actually Jungle Gyms in Fairfield, Ohio is having a big pumpkin beer festival uh in near the end of October. Mm. Kind of looking at that actually. Which uh, untapped happened to notify me about? <laughs> I was like, oh, "All right."
1: <laughs> now all I'm thinking of is like, what are the odds this man can make it down to Oktoberfest? Yes, to see maybe True. he can.
2: Yeah. Uh, he can meet us there. We'll talk about that a little bit next. But we have another another little bit of feedback that this just went down right before recording. Uh, it right... went down while I, was, while I was buying beer for the episode. Yes, uh, Evan got with us on Facebook, had to share a picture of El Guapo Agave, Agave IPA, and he asked, is this the beer Justin keeps having nightmares slash dreams about? <laughs> so, let's let's do
1: two things right now. One, I read Justin, and I literally went, who is that? <laughs> um, nice. The, the other thing is, uh, I didn't know what he was talking about at first. I thought it was like, oh... Is this, like, one of my nightmares, like, well, it's made from agave, which is what tequila is made from, and I do not like that.
0: It could be, in fact, a nightmare, yes. And it's an
1: IPA. (laughs) This sounds like it could be pretty rough. But I love that label, and I love (laughs) that name.
0: No, I want to try this now. That's a fantastic
1: label. (laughs) I want to try it. I've not seen it before, so I was like, man, I want some milk wapo.
0: It's a great name. The label's fantastic, and I'm kind of intrigued by an agave IPA because now that we've had agave in the Mexican lager at Braxton, that was pretty good. Um,
2: but yes, what uh, it'll heal that burn, though. <laughs> what uh, what you were going on have always been going on about is the El Coco from Cigar City, which they have discontinued. El Coco. It's gone forever. <laughs> he he will never have it touch his lips again. And we just got to hear it talked up for like a year, and then they discontinued it, and then then it's it gone. It was even
1: discontinued. It was a it was a collaboration with someone else. They weren't going to be doing forever. It was a limited time thing, I guess. But it's not like it was like one of their regular line that they were going to produce right. the rest of time, despite the fact it's better than whatever else they're making
2: right now. Well, they got bought out, so whatever they're making now, I don't know. Did they? <laughs> yeah. From who? They sold. We covered this we months did. ago. I've forgotten who bought them
0: months ago. I don't remember last week very well
2: <laughs> Point is they sold, and yeah, that was probably the end of a lot of good things from them.
0: Oh, they still make good good beer. their brown ale was delicious.
2: I do know
1: uh Casey did try to email them once and it's like, look, just give me some clues on the recipe <laughs> <and> i'll <laughs> I'll make something out. close <laughs> to it i you don't have to tell me what it is. Just just point me in the right direction.
2: But it is fitting that his picture of the El Guapo has a take-two pills sitting next to it. <laughs> <laughs> Some foreshadowing oh, yeah. in that. Nice. So, that does feedback. What's everyone drinking? <laughs> Drink with me, friend.
0: Yeah, so we're right into it. Um... I just had like the booziest pumpkin uh, beverage I've ever had.
1: They make a pumpkin pilsner.
0: <laughs> I know, right? I know. So from now until like winter, uh, I'm probably gonna grab a pumpkin variant of some kind.
1: Um, right. We have we have episodes where we're supposed to pick out themed to the episode. Why we're not doing nothing but pumpkin?
0: I know. Well, that's I mean, that's really everyone else's fault. Um
2: I mean, I never follow the that's, theme. That's Occasionally really just it just lines up that way.
0: Yeah. No, we just didn't we have so many we kind of have already started the the craziness of the the autumn is coming.
2: The great pumpkining.
0: <laughs> yeah, if you the the great pumpkining. Uh so we already I I got this because I I saw it and um it's an Ohio brewery. can't remember where they're actually from, though, like in Ohio. Uh, it's called Fathead. Mm. And um, I haven't had a ton of their stuff. Uh, they make something called Bumbleberry, which is a honey blueberry ale, which is kind of amazing.
2: Tastes like Fruity Pebbles. It is It's glorious. delicious.
0: And um, that one and I think one other is the only thing I've ever had from them. And I can't remember what the other one is. But... Um, so I had to get this because I saw it at uh, the Kroger in uh, near work, and I was like, "Well, nope, this is happening because pumpkin." And uh, yeah. it's Fathead's Spooky Tooth, which is, you know, we just talked about the name thing, and because so, the logo is this guy with like this weird—it's their almost Hitler mustache. Their
2: mascot <laughs> is the Fathead guy. He's just like this yeah. jolly fat dude.
0: And so, but on, on this, this one... jolly,
1: fat, anti-Semite? <laughs> possibly.
0: No. But he's got, like, a little vampire, like, collar cape thing, and he's got, like, vampire teeth that are candy corn, and it's great. It's just all, you know, autumn and, and Halloween at the same time. But There's it's called Spooky Tooth... There's a lot going on with this. Yeah. Uh, Spooky Tooth Imperial Pumpkin Ale. And, um, oddly enough, they're labeling it as a malt beverage with pumpkin and spices... And rather than a beer, which a is lot strange. of
2: the pumpkin beers will be a malt beverage. Yeah, pumpkin. I guess
1: because like they they may skip one of the, the requirements yeah. to be yeah to be beer, which is
0: dumb, but whatever. Um, so it's uh, imperial is on is the emphasis here because it is nine percent ABV, uh, and you can feel it at the first couple of drinks. Let me tell you, um, it it's so. It's not super pumpkiny. I'm trying to compare it in my head, I guess, to like um, the Sam Adams pumpkin stuff that I've had in the past, or um, oddly enough, like the pumpkin shandy. But that's not really a good comparison. But it's not. Uh, it, it doesn't scream pumpkin. You get a pumpkin taste a little bit, and then you get some spices. But mo- but it's kind of a boozy quality because it's the imperial quality to it. You know. Um, it's it's very just,
1: regal in its pumpkinness,
0: <laughs> indeed. But it, you know, it's just—it's just, it's just kind of strong, honestly. Uh, but it's really good. I—it's—it's it's very tasty. If you're um, in Ohio and can pick any of this up, I don't—I'm not sure where their distribution goes. Uh, if you're able to find it outside of Ohio, definitely grab it because um, it says okay—it says Middleburg Heights, Ohio. I have no idea where that is, but um, yeah, if you can find it distributed anywhere. Definitely pick it up. It's in a four pack instead of a six pack.
1: It's probably because it's nine percent, and they're like, "No, we're only putting so much alcohol per pack." Yeah,
0: it's it's kind of crazy. Um, but if it, and it also says anything else, and I think this is actually a little fair. The rate beer score is ninety five. And and that's like, pretty good. Sure. Yeah. I'm I'm actually gonna agree with that. It's really good, and I've so we've, this is only the only one we had in the fridge because we physically can't fit a ton of stuff in the fridge right now. But, um. <laughs> what could it
2: be full of? Yeah. Could be full
0: of Mertens. And we may have just gotten the Sam Adams variety, fall variety I, back.
1: I did everything I could last week to drink as much beer as Chris would pour.
2: <laughs> yeah. That's where we're at. I um, kept offering it. I mean, people were just like, no. And then, and I'm like, no, I never I some, said nah. I got the good stuff in here.
0: Yeah. It's only going to get worse. But, yeah, no, I would highly recommend this. Um, if you can find it uh, anywhere outside of Ohio or if you're in Ohio, definitely pick some up if you haven't had it yet. It's very tasty. Uh, I did not see it in the Create Your Own six-pack yet, but, you know, I'm
1: sure, give it time. Someone's, someone's bound to break, a, break some of the bottles from that case sometime. Right. <laughs> All right. Um, Chris, do you want to go do you want me to go?
2: You go ahead. Where do you? What do you find?
1: Well, I'm drinking a Pilsner. Uh, I'm drinking the Turntable Pills from Great Lakes Brewing. Also an Ohio brewery. Yay! It's a Czech-style pilsner. uh, 5.3% ABV, IBUs, about 35. And because I'm fantastic at doing this, uh, it has a bizarre rate beer score. (laughs) Almost every time I pull up rate beer for a beer I've, I've picked, it's always, like, a huge difference. It's got 86 for the style, but 47% overall. Wow. Yeah, like, I wouldn't give that a 40 Like It's it's a fairly solid Pilsner. Like, I don't know what they were thinking when they were trying to drink it. I don't... But it's it's nice. It's... it's uh, I don't know if I would say it's quite crisp. It's gotten a little bit warm because I was drinking something else just so I could make sure I had a... <laughs> have the Pilsner when I got here because, let me say... Craft Pilsners are hard to find. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's all IPAs and stouts and porters and ales. Uh, yeah, it's 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 super carbonated. It's got a little bit of a... I would say it's probably a little hoppier than I, than I think from a Pilsner, but I think Pilsners always surprise me with how hoppy they end up being. Right. Like, hoppy... Czech style pilsners and German style pilsners, as opposed to the American style, quote lager, which is, in most cases, basically a pilsner. Yeah. Um, like it's a, it's it's hoppier in that case, but not like blow your tongue out. It's just it surprises me most of the time. It's it's pretty solid. Uh, I enjoy it. It's a decent decent pick. I, I again, I don't think I'd go with forty seven, but you know. Judging is subjective
0: Indeed
2: Alright well I guess that just leaves me Um As always I drink with my heart (laughs) And that usually doesn't lead me to follow With the style of the episode
1: See cowards
2: (laughs) But uh We saw the I got uh, we saw on Twitter That these bad boys Were on sale around us Uh, I was drinking a zombie dust From Three Floyds this is the famed Zombie Dust. There is a lot of hubbub about this beer.
1: Man, Zombie Dust just does not quite do it for me like it seems to do it for everybody else. That's
2: what I thought. Okay, we all had it at the uh, big Alltech yeah. beer yeah. fest that they had. And it, was, it may have been the sample size. It may have been the glass. It may have been the keg they brought. I don't know how old it was. This was phenomenal. The okay. one out of a bottle. I've had this happen to me before, where I preferred it out of a bottle rather than tap.
0: Yeah, I have to say I agree. Like it, it is actually better than the last time I had it because I wasn't that impressed with it the first time either.
2: It could be the freshness. Even this was bottled eight ten. It is currently the twenty eighth. I've had friends that bring out bottles that I didn't didn't love.
1: Like I thought it's good. I think it's good. I just you know okay. don't think it's.
2: It could as be as fresh. It's number. amazing, and after it sits a little while, it really. No, I, I don't agree no with favors. the the rate beer yeah.
0: score.
2: The rate Okay, yeah, it's a uh, it's a pale ale. Uh, not blowing you away on the ABV, six point two, uh, IBUs fifty, and the rate beer score is a hundred, and that's category and style hundred flat out. See, I just look. I
1: don't, yeah, I'm not saying that. there's not there's not possibly something wrong with me. I'm just saying.
2: It may be my palate warming up to the extreme hops, but... uh,
1: Yeah, we have all come over to the hop side. Hmm? Is 50 all that extreme for hops?
2: Like, what's the threshold where it starts becoming, like, actually hoppy? Well, for a pale ale, they're they're known, Three Floyd's Beers, to be packed in.
0: It's not specifically an IPA, and um, it it is really hoppy, but it's that kind of... Because I was telling him, like, it's... um, I'm not sure what hops are in it. I have to look it up, but... It's uh, the one that kind of smells like pineapple.
2: Yeah, there's a big mm. citra in it. I don't think they use citra hops, but it's very like, a citrusy. And I it mean, was I'm, juicy. I'm willing
1: to be proven wrong. I'll try it again sometime soon.
2: I would say juicy uh, is a good qualifier. Juicy. <laughs> juicy. You could You could Bye. put this beer on the back of some tight sweatpants and...
1: I was going to say, do you bite into the bottle and then beer just comes running down your mouth?
2: Oh, yeah, it's great. Fresh. Picked straight from the tree. (laughs) All right, so announcements. I guess we've nailed down um, our Denver get together. Yeah, because you guys, you're going west, young man and woman. Yes, uh, we go west in three days from recording. Like, uh, I'm so scared. <laughs> don't worry, you're only going to be killed by bears.
0: Yeah, no, that's that's no. We think. bought
2: that's, we bought our bear mace. We're we're covered.
1: Just, I think uh, uh, our friend Matt, his wife, has given you advice for how to deal with bears, right? Hmm? You just uh, look down, stare at the ground, and just go, "Whoa, bear, whoa, bear." No,
2: <laughs> I take my shirt off, I huck a whiskey bottle at him, and I roar. That's worked for me in the past. It'll work again. Bears don't want none of this. (laughs) True story. You can't make that up. But uh, Friday, September 2nd, uh, I think we're shooting for 2 p.m. at Great Divide. We'll be meeting up in Denver, Colorado. So anyone that can hear my voice and it's not past that date, be there.
1: Yeah, if you can hear his voice and it's past that date, but have access to a time machine, yeah, indeed, be there. Be there.
0: Like officially, we're meeting Tyler, or not Tyler. I'm sorry, uh, Brian, Brian from Denver. Yeah, come I was on, gonna say like, come on. Really,
1: Tyler's all the way out there. Like, no, he's, he's, he's not coming from. I'm sure Tyler would Maine.
0: Want to. Yeah, um, no, Brian from Denver, and I, Brian has an actual last name, but I'm just gonna refer to everyone from their he's, location. We're leaving. I mean, with Brian
2: from Denver. We yeah. leave last names out of these.
0: We need to say Tyler from Maine
2: now. Tell it for me. So yeah, um, anyone else who wants to show up, welcome. Uh, if you want to do a bottle swap, uh, I hate to say it, but too bad, so sad. Uh, Brian actually got with us, and we've got a nice little thing set up, and some surprises for him may include what I've been drinking tonight as well. Yeah, we are going to have in some a couple Brexit. like extras just in case someone shows up.
0: Um, I mean, we're bringing some standards, so I, I don't see it, it, it being a problem. Um, I.
1: Like I'm not telling you go out of your way. I'm just saying, like you know, someone pops up here. Oh hey, beer.
0: Oh yeah, no, um, because we're actually we're gonna bring a so that that pack of Yingling that we got, we're actually oh. gonna bring one for him, and then we'll probably honestly we may as well just bring the other two. Just in case. I feel case like else Yingling
1: to someone that's not used to the fact that you just can't ever have it. It's just gonna be like yeah, I mean it's all right. <laughs> but yeah, if, it's, you're, mo- it's, yeah. if it's, it's something you know that's that's decent and it's like never allowed you're just like oh my god i must have it it's i got in a i got in a discussion with somebody about this recently sorry
0: no you're fine because it's not like it's amazing it's it's fine it's
1: well okay it's more than fine but it's still like it's not the hundred on
2: rate no, beer not, not any <laughs> no week. no no
0: but it's 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 good but it's not like it's the best lager you've ever had it'll you know what I do mean? It'll
2: do, pig. But it's
0: it's like kind of the one of the the perfect loggers of just oh I could have a few of these and just be pretty happy. Yeah, you know.
1: It's also one of those loggers that's like uh, when you're when when all you've ever had is Budweiser and Bud Light. You try this and your socks are knocked off. Yeah,
0: that's true. That's a
2: fact. Yeah, it's a fact. Like so
1: Agnes, Agatha, Germain, and Jack. <laughs> uh,
2: I guess we can go ahead and throw out there again. On our return, we'll be back through Denver on the ninth, and we are going to be at New Belgium at three p.m. for a tour. If the that tour date and time is not sold out, get tickets and please join us. We'll all go have a few drinks before and probably afterwards. Have a good time.
1: It's gonna yeah. be super jelly.
0: We're um. We're going to try to hit as many breweries as realistically possible, but it is a road trip,
2: so... And our times just got screwed up, because we'd planned on being out that evening, and then, because of the fire in Yellowstone, we were coming up from the south, so we're going to take the southern entrance. It was the quickest way in, closest to our campsite. They've shut the southern entrance because of the fire, so now we have to go, like, three hours out of the way. Right, three hours? Three so- hours?
1: Okay, sorry. I'm trying to remember how big Yellowstone is. Isn't it basically a state? It's, yes. It's and pretty by much a state, of I mean, it takes up most of the state that it's in. Yeah.
2: It's more than a quarter of Wyoming.
1: <laughs> oh, it's Wyoming. Never mind. I was thinking if it was in somewhere else. And then
2: it bleeds into Montana and Idaho. Yeah. Um oh, okay. But we're,
0: it, it basically adds an extra hour drive for us. Too. And-
2: no, to the campsite before it was going to be roughly 8 hours. Now it's over ten hours.
0: Okay, yeah.
2: So basically, Can I just say how cool. I like in my head, I'm just like, man, I'm gonna go to the Yellowstone. Mm.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, every and everybody like is like, oh, I'm jealous, and yet equally
2: terrified for you guys. <laughs> and we're like, yes, you're gonna be
1: fine. There's no chance a super volcano is going to explode underneath your feet.
2: Hey, we're we're camping in the caldera, so if it does, we'll never there's know no, what happened.
1: There's yeah, no chance that poisonous gas is going to kill you in your sleep.
0: No, no pressure. Um, but it's uh, it's uh, we keep trying to say like, oh, okay, yeah, it sounds like a crazy thing to be doing, but it's also like a once in a lifetime f- trip, you know. I like, tried it-
1: explaining this to some other people I, I I work with in my new job, and they were like, no, they sound like they're crazy for trying to do all this in
2: one trip.
0: Oh no, yeah, we've heard that. It's we, like, look, we,
2: we have other things we want to do. If the opportunity and the funds arise again, I want to go somewhere else.
0: Well yeah, and so, once we have kids, like Disney World is is more expensive than this even. Disney like, World. That's Disney not even World.
1: Um By the way, speaking of announcements, should we mention uh, I, I we've we've referenced it, but have we officially said that we're doing the Meritzen Bowl? No.
2: No, but um
0: <laughs> I don't think so anyway.
2: It it's well with the Oktoberfest deal, um we're breaking typically... up our usual recording schedule, right? Yes. Yeah.
0: So I we don't typically announce the episodes ahead of time um in
1: case we're wrong because reasons this- things yeah. change
0: um but yeah so for so basically we're you're going to get an extra dose of have a drink during September
2: because because September. it's my
1: birth month <laughs> and it's super special
2: indeed well that along with it's Oktoberfest.
0: And it's the start of autumn. I mean, it's...
2: September it's is... When a, October when That's why Oktoberfest happens. Is because I was born in this month. Indeed. You were born in this month, and the podcast was born in this month. Oh,
0: that's true.
2: Yeah, that's also true.
0: So, it, um... Yeah, okay. We have the one... We're going to try to do the one recording while we're uh, gone. And, so that, that, that one may,
1: That recording may be just me saying that you guys were eaten by bears, and I'm going to try to soldier on, right? Correct.
0: Um... And we're, we're scheduling at this point a recording on Oktoberfest weekend for us in Cincinnati, which we've talked about before. Like, if you guys are still... If anybody's willing to come out, you know, definitely make it to that. But um, that night, we will be recording an episode, and we are doing Mertzen Bowl 2016. So, it's kind of a tasting, judging kind of episode on various German and American craft and Amer- style beers. Twelve
1: Mercens enter, possibly
2: two leave. Yeah. A blind uh blind tasting and judging um I can't remember which sheets we're going to be using for the judging. It was the simplified. Uh, BJCP, are No. Or,
0: it's the simplified um, BJCP sheet from the uh, Great American Beer Festival beer Fest, or something. Right, yeah, out yeah. of
2: Denver. We're going to use theirs because it's real simple checklist. It's not like a lot of the other ones where it's like, give us a short paragraph about what you thought. <laughs> it's like, no, it, let's, let's get it down a little easier. But, uh, what you know, if I
1: wanted to compose an ode to said beer?
2: I mean, you could. No one's going to read it. You don't know.
1: Maybe I will. But
2: <laughs> well, it's going to be two flights. Um, everyone who shows up can, will be included in this. Uh, we're going to be doing a flight of American craft Meritzens and then a flight of traditional Bavarian and German Meritzens. So, it should be a very good evening. I mean, after, if not,
1: after a day of solid drinking. Yeah, like, after a,
2: yeah, a good solid day of drinking. Tend to Four. With lots of fried food. Then, then we'll come back and tie on 12 more. It'll, <laughs> it'll be fine. Be fine. I may have taken the next day off from
1: work because there's no way I was going to go in.
0: Oh, yeah, no. There's no way. Well, and, and normally we tended to go to the Renaissance Festival the day after Oktoberfest, and this is not a real thing this year. This is not happening for us.
1: Yeah, that's...
0: That, that's much, much it, sleep. Is,
1: does it still exist? It actually is
0: happening this year, yeah. Oh,
1: okay. I know that there was some issue, like, some question about that, but...
0: Yeah, it was definitely in question before, but, uh... The
2: land is under new ownership, and it's basically until the new owners can find a developer who wants to buy it and build a new subdivision there, they'll keep allowing it.
1: It's out in the middle of nowhere. Why would you want to put a subdivision there?
2: They're already building one, like, literally less than a mile away, so... You know what makes a lot of money? Renaissance
1: festivals you'll
2: mm-hmm. make more money housing i would say literally anything else
0: <laughs>
2: <Yeah. sighs> all right does that do us unannouncing I, I think so
0: i think we're good
1: i sort of sprung an extra announcement on us but i wanted to make sure that everyone knew coming up we have a very special month oh, yeah, yeah
0: No. yeah September's going to be huge for us um
1: it's also our, it yeah like we mentioned it's our one year anniversary the podcast birthday
0: yay any excuse to get cake. We should get a pumpkin cake. Um,
1: no, I will not eat a pumpkin cake. It's delicious. Okay. <laughs> you should get
2: uh Deschutes um Autumn IPA, certified 100% gourd free. Yeah, what sc- about Screw them. What about the Ladders? No. no. The Ladders is not it. The Ladders is getting the offload of Deschutes. Yep.
1: I said, does the ladders just get, it's, it's
2: 100% gourd? <laughs> it's just a pumpkin. <laughs> it's a pumpkin with a straw. Right. <laughs> Seems like something they would do.
0: It does. Uh, okay, so that's all the announcements we have then. Uh, so, yes, it should be another two weeks from now. Um, but remember to check us out on haveadrinkshow.com. You can find our respective untapped profiles there. Uh, including the social links for the show on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, Remember to tell us your favorite drink, ask a question, or leave us any general feedback at feedback at haveadrinkshow.com. And you can also access feedback on the feedback page on the website.
1: And as always, we'd like to thank Alan Robinson for the show music and Lynn Peralta for the album art. You can both links to both of their stuff on the episode page on the site. Uh, and please remember to subscribe to us on your favorite podcatcher, and please rate us on iTunes. It really helps. Leave a comment. Tell us about how much you're afraid Chris and Brittany are going to get eaten by beers. uh, No, no, no. no. We'll be eaten by (laughs) beers. It could go either way. (laughs) Eaten by beers. Hold. I mean, it could happen. Uh, The links to subscribe can also be found on the site.
0: All right, so check us out in another couple of weeks for the next episode. Once again, I'm Brittany Lee Walker.
2: I'm Justin Fraser. And I'm Christopher Walker. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.